that essentially is born out of our experiences. Because when people come to us, they don't say, uh, Rich, Paul, uh, I'd really love to digitally, you know, do my digital transformation. I'm behind on this shit. They don't say that. They say, I've been using 11 CMSs across my 11 brands and it is time. I, I need to get one thing here and it needs to integrate with this weird funnel system that we're doing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Exactly. Doesn't sound as sexy, but in effect, it is a direct bullseye hit of what digital transformation is. Okay. It's like, I got to upgrade. I've got to get there. I've got to find efficiencies and I need to empower users. Okay, this is a tricky thing, right? We don't talk about this very much, but the actual attractive aspects of this work are down in the weeds like that or down, I don't know, in the weeds, in the ditches. I don't know. Womp. <laughs> but you get there, it's it's hard and it's thorny and it, you end up drawing a lot of rectangles and boxes and you draw lines between yes. them and you're like, I think if we move in this direction, like you can't set up a piece of software and say we solved it. No. It's different than that. It's messy. And yeah. this document is born out of our experiences in dealing with some of these efforts. I think this is what's tricky about this business, right? Is that our marketing, we tend to go out and be like, we'll stand up a slick, beautiful thing that will work great. Yeah. But our day-to-day -day work is dealing with complicated and messy human interactions that also involve complicated and messy software systems. Yes. And trying to find a rational place, and we're able to affect change there because we're a little less invested, frankly. Yeah. We're able to be like, well, you wanted to do this, it'll take this, and it'll take amount of time, and it'll cost you some money. And mm -hmm. people are like, is that all? And yeah. we're like, yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we can right. do this. Right. So, okay, so you sat down at your keyboard, you put on your green visor, and you said, I'm going to really make a difference. Well, I wanted to share some of the insights yeah. and maybe provide guidance on how to get there, right? And the document is called Upgrade. Good. And it is a document in traditional form. Yep. Um, it will be on, it's free. It's on the internet. It looks good. I think so too. And, and you know, it it's hard to put this stuff down. Yeah, it is. Because sometimes you could drift off into your own stories and look, I've been be pushing, real dry. And, I've been pushing you to write this. And then they were like, Paul, you need to edit this. You need to take a look at it. You destroyed it, and I, d I didn't. I didn't have to do ten to that much to it. It was great, and I'm 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 honored. I see this as like the first big step to us saying we will help you solve the the harder, muddier problems yes. as a firm, like yeah. the things that run for eighteen months, the things that require a f couple months to really just get them locked in and in place. And there's a a, a long period where you're evaluating different solutions and we're helping you build your product team. Like it's just, it, it's complicated. There's lots of tracks. It requires a lot of mental and emotional energy to get it's the work done. Way, way. And that's kind of the theme of the whole document. It's way more than technology. All right. So why the word upgrade, first of all? Well, it's, it's almost always what you're trying to do. There are, and bless their hearts, because I find them fascinating. There are businesses out there that it's like, you know, let's say the two the two doctor clinic. It's just two doctors. Oh yeah. And they have this system and it's running on Windows ninety eight. And they have a why bother attitude because like my patients are in here. I know how to get to them. Yeah. 
I'm never going to change this. It's sort of a pleasing kick in the face, right? It's great. I'm good for them, man. They, they don't have, have found, to do it. They found the path and they're like, why would I upgrade? Why would I upgrade? But for much of the world, especially businesses that are growing or competing, you have to keep going. You have to continue to find, A, your, you, if you have customers or even if you have users, even if you're just running a call center, um, the tools they have have to stay ahead of the game. You have to constantly, for, I mean, and if, you, if there are consumers, then it's a whole other game because consumers went from going to the mall to sitting on their phones and don't make phone calls anymore. Right. It's just a new world, right? right. Like booking a plane ticket well, is a or, whole other or world. Or they'll just stumble over to Amazon. I mean, it is. You, you have to, you need an You don't angle. have a choice, right? You need an angle. You need an angle and you need efficiencies and you need to find ways to get there. I think for the first like many years of my career, the tools that were used in the back office, let's say in media for the editors or for the people, you know, running the loading dock or, you know, just whatever it was, whatever the trafficking was of information through the organization, their tools were garbage and people wasted their time. It's like, hey, it's going to take you 40 minutes to upload a video. Good luck. Right. And to me, first of all, I think that's kind of a crime that everybody just was like threw their employees under the bus in order to install some piece of software. Yeah. But that's where the upgrade can make the most difference. You can like sometimes get 20, 30% more productivity by, you know, making it less exhausting to move files around. It, it is huge, right? And sometimes it's not even an upgrade, man. It's just like, you know what? We have 11 million users and it's two websites and they, they kind of have to bridge with each other and the, the look they look different when they go from one site to the other. And But see, I feel there's... It's a, like a weird rickety bridge in between and they can't get the data. It's just, it's, it's time. This right? all used to be like a secret shame and now people... Everybody kind of can talk about it. And I think there's an understanding maybe because of the fact that like your CTO has been in the business for a while and actually knows how apps work as yep. opposed to coming out of like pure IT or something like that. But there's this understanding that we just have to make it better. Yeah. Like I can't have my people burning hours and hours a day. Correct. Moving one rectangle to another and then it doesn't work and they have to reset the computer. Like right. that's still going on. Yeah. And there's another key facet to this. And that is the way design has matured into a key part of business investment. Uh, there was a day when cool, quirky, interesting design was sort of relegated and associated with brand and just look and feel and colors. And then at some point, actually it took years to happen, it is understood even by the biggest of consulting firms and the biggest strategists, the most senior people in big companies have to invest in and recognize the value of the customer experience or the user experience. It is part of business now. You there know, are entire make... departments now. It is absolutely necessary. There was a day when the bank didn't need it and now every bank needs it. I want to make an observation here too, which is that the crafted design, I mean, I think there's still like a lot of thought about brand and logos and type and, and, and sort sure. of like that's still the core and grid systems and, and all of that, that, and those are the, then there's the kind of overall look and feel and, and sort of the aesthetics and just being able to make it beautiful. It's not just, but there is a, that fundamental aspect of user experience design where you're thinking about modular sets of components that, that have interrelating qualities or like, 
this is what a dialog box looks like. This is how it works. You know, I'm going to make systems. I'm going to make one button and it's going to have 37 different varieties. Right. Right. But it's going to be that one button at the core. And if I can help people understand what the button's for and why it looks like that at the core, I can give them a language and a grammar that they can use to design. Right. Right. Like like design is more and more in this world about making a language that other people can take and and sort of carry forward. Right. And I, I feel that, Again, like this has been a challenge for us, and this is one of the things we're trying to communicate because it's not simple and it's not a it's not a clean, easy story. Well, the like, the word design is evil at right. this point. Like if right. I told my mom and you know she'd think you make do jewelry. design work, yeah, exactly, exactly. She associates it with just pure fashion and aesthetics, right. and not function. What what ha- no, what's or, happened or is they, it's arrived in business. It yeah. used to be a thing where you had to sell it. Like you should get user. I I I I'm old enough to have gone through that. That's right. And to to have seen it. That's right? true. You need design as a category. Like just like you. Need, it is part of. You budget. can't just buy technology. No. You have to get design. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So that is the spirit behind this this document. And what you'll find is it's not technical. A lot of it talks about people uh, and dealing with people, dealing with the challenges you're going to see. How to manage risk and risk oftentimes isn't just software it's like my god we didn't get through we we couldn't crack 72% of our tickets this week mm-hmm. that's not risk that's very quantifiable mm-hmm. the real risk comes from you know that new project it's been 9 months and we haven't seen anything right we should probably ask for a review of where it's at and that kind of risk. It's worse too. You might go look at the memory of access to the GitHub, you know, and you yeah. go and you're like, huh. Right. You peek in. The velocity of, there haven't been any code check ends in three That's months. Right. And everybody's working hard. That's right. A lot of meetings. That's right. Um, and humans, the, the risk humans bring to an effort, and we've seen this firsthand, You you really good efforts that are just well-meaning and they're really busting their asses to get it done. They are just under fire. Yep. Under fire within their own organizations to try to get things done. Oftentimes they come to us and say, I'm about to get beheaded. That's right. I've got 60 days. That's true. We have, we've had many existential meetings where they're like, I need this solution or I'll probably need to go get another job. We, we have had that meeting yeah. and, what that speaks to is the challenges around upgrading, frankly. That project was an upgrade. We've almost all of our projects are upgrades. And they're not full rebuilds. We're taking the data, we're taking concepts. It's never that clean. That's the thing. And there's a fantasy that you can start over. And this is probably where we're the most valuable. It's almost like when they people come in and say, invest in an index fund, don't yep. think you're smart. You are not smarter than everybody who came before. Right. Your your job is to leave it better than you found it, not to blow up the world mm-hmm. for the most part. Yes. Sometimes there's exceptions. But yes. so our job is to come in and say, no, there's actually value here. Let's Correct. make it better. Correct. And to not like bring in all the weird corporate dynamics. And well, that's know. why oftentimes and I talk about this in the doc is people go outside is that yeah. we do not carry the the baggage and the politics of what's inside. The challenge for an advocate that decides to hire out 
Yeah. Is that it's often read as betrayal. It's not just that's half the time you and I've been, I've been in meetings with you where we've turned, both of us have turned to the stakeholders in the room and said, listen, and people start yelling at us. Yeah. Because suddenly there's someone they can finally yell at. Yeah. Because it's all so frozen up. Which is fine. That's part of our offering. It by really the way. is because it doesn't it doesn't hurt your feelings. You're like, oh, I, I usually takes you're very quick about it. it takes me like 30 seconds to be like, wait a minute, I've never met anybody before. Like I, I couldn't have been <laughs> you're immediately like, oh come on. But for yeah. me, I'm like, oh, it might be my fault. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, no, no, this is like five years <laughs> of problems. That's not my fault yet. And um, we'll say in the room, look. You guys are yelling at us and you're frustrated with us for being here, but your problems with each other. And so you need to work that out first and then decide if you're ready to work. That's right. And we, I mean, I've said those words and it sounds like it would be very uncomfortable. It's actually not because it's already so tense in the room yeah. that acknowledging it actually gets everybody to go, yeah, I guess we do have some problems Yeah. because everybody does. Yeah. So the upgrade, the key thing about the concept of the upgrade is sure your systems and your software and your design are going to get upgraded. So are the ways that you interact and build software yourselves in the future. Meaning that the real deliverable and a digital transformation isn't just the software itself. It's the way that people work together using that software. Sure. You're going to make a system for the back office that allows them to communicate more efficiently. You're going to make something for the customer that lets them register their happiness or dissatisfaction more efficiently. Yes. Everything's going to speed up. That's cultural change. Yes. Okay. So you're delivering essentially a kind of management consulting transformation, but you're instead of doing it through PowerPoint decks and reorganizing and firing and hiring, you're saying, let's just get this in place and see what happens. Exactly. We're going to exactly. trust you guys. And that's a lot of change and change makes people anxious. I know, but there's another thing. I remember once I was dealing with some bit of technical change and the, my boss at the time turned to me and said, Give them a minute. They're higher primates. Like, ouch. No, I mean, it wasn't meant as a. It wasn't meant as an insult. It was like, we are tool using monkeys. We are good at figuring things out. Everybody just has to calm down. Yeah. It's like don't you know? Yes, they're they're struggling and they're saying I don't know if I like this change or whatever. Right. It's like just give them a minute. Yeah. You know, let let the let them like work out the dynamics and let them play and learn. Yep. And let's see where we get. And of course, people people figure stuff out. I've seen people lose their minds at some new product or new thing that gets put in front of them. Mm -hmm. And then two weeks later, they're like, I love it. I can't believe we're ever yeah, it's investment. Go back. Well, I mean, this is there's a part in the doc where you talk about incumbents. It's actually really relevant to this. Yes. So uh, I have a saying. Uh, people get really good at bad habits. I feel it feels like a personal attack. It's not meant as one. Okay. If you've ever seen, uh, I think we talked about this once before. I was checking into a hospital and she was using an old command line system to put my name in. Yeah, like, like uh, at the airport. At, like at the airport. But she is flying. Right. She is tabbing and typing and flying. And when she makes a mistake, she somehow navigates the cursor. This isn't a This isn't a graphical interface, dude. This is like brackets everywhere and she is tearing through it to the point where if you came to that person and said look the 1981 system yeah you know check-in system that you've been using is it's time that's anxiety that's not like finally it's also not we get to modernize it's no. six months of transition like it's those it's things, resistance i've been using the same text that we've talked about this in the show i've been using the same text editor for 20 years yes you make me relearn, I'll do it. I yeah. use other text editors and tools. Yep. 
But you take that away from me. You actually take away a lot of power and authority I have over my day-to-day life. It's that's you hit it right on the head. It's power and authority right. and expertise. That's power. their skill. That's yeah. their that's their you are taking me from expert to novice. It took me 11 years to get here. That is a very deep thing. And I don't think people don't talk about it seriously enough in our industry. No. And what happens is if you are the advocate for this new effort that's going to modernize that system, you are going to feel that heat. You're going to feel, you're going to have naysayers. You're going to have people questioning the, the, the value of it. But you know what? And it's not just that person. It's her boss. It's the people around her who are, who are like, Oh yeah. Cheryl has like, she's a master of that system and it works really well. And we haven't had a security incident in 20 years. Exactly. So you're going to come in here. You got to prove to me that you're not going to blow up Cheryl's world and you're not going to increase the larger risk of this organization, which might, I remind you is a hospital and anything can fall apart at any moment. And by the way, which is why she is still on that command line system in 2018. That's right. I mean, it's real. I think they usually win those battles. They do. And for good reason, yeah. frankly. Like we tend to, we, everybody loves to roll their eyes at like failed IT rollouts. But if the system had been better and the education and the change had been there, I remember talking, speaking of hospitals, I remember listening to somebody talk about how long it took to change the signage at Columbia Presbyterian Hospital. And mm. how long it was a seven year process to get new designed signage. That's incredible. Up, like, you know, here's the parking garage, here's a little wayfinding tool. Cause it's a giant labyrinth, right? Oh, of course. And you had to find buy in. And it's just, it's such a complicated process. It is. To get that kind of change. And, and it's so easy to roll your eyes. Well, that champion thinks, oh, okay, I just, if I ship this, it'll, it'll all come together. And the pressures that are going to come at that person that, put their name essentially in their career behind right. an effort like that. Usually an effort like that, that's a career making thing. Like you will get that VP role. You brought them there, you modernize it. And now patients can log in from home to check on their it's blood so, levels it's so complicated, or whatever. Right? So you got one group of people who are like, if we could just get to this point of progress, we can do all these other things. And you have another group of people who are saying, if you introduce this, you risk what's here. And both sides are, are basically exhausting and horrible after a couple months of this fight. Yes. Like they're entrenched and they're bitter and they're angry in both directions. And someone is about to get forced to do something that they don't want to do. Either stick with the old system and, you know, start looking for a new job or change the old system. And suddenly all sorts of skills and talents are irrelevant. Yes. And that's, that's where we usually walk in and we say, hi, yeah. <laughs> how y'all doing? Well, I mean, it's very hard to hire for stuff like this, right? I oh, mean, oftentimes gosh. you're either buying the thing and you're getting implementation people or you're just hiring outside pretty much experts that think about this. We are not specialists in a particular domain. So yeah. oftentimes we have to learn the domain, but we are experts in building stuff that's and right. designing stuff. There are a lot of examples like this, and and you, if you skim through the document, it's a lot about people, and That's it's right. a lot about how technology has to dance with a lot of the sort of the political dynamics that exist. It's called upgrade, but you are not upgrading your hard drive here. You are doing something that's going to affect a lot of people. That's going to make a lot of people feel inferior, make some people look bad, and it's it's a very challenging, complicated uh, path. That's the thing. Empathy is key. Empathy is key. On both sides. And yeah. it, it's so easy for it to get weird. Yeah. 
So, Paul, guess what we don't have to do this podcast? Promote Coastline. That's because we've been doing that for the last two hours. <sighs> um, we learned a lot. We've learned a lot in the last few years. Uh, not just about technology, which is just, that's our love, but about how to advance within your business and how to make it happen and how it's not just about technology. It's about a lot of other things. That's true. I think, and you can get ahead of that. You know, it's when it's when this company started, that was sort of my thought. Like, well, we'll just parachute in and build you your software. But it's that's a lot of trust. It is. And, and that's what we've learned. We've learned to earn that yes. trust. It takes a minute. Yeah. And there are a lot of insights here. So check it out, postlight.com. Uh, we'd love to hear what you think. We really would. We want to know what you think. Hello at postlife.com. Hello at postlife.com. Let's get back to work. Have a great week. Bye.